like beer It makes me a jolly good fellow I like beer It helps me unwind And sometimes it makes me feel mellow Makes him feel mellow Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, with us today, uh, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And after a long search, our long-lost friend, the day expert, marine biologist, the doctor, is back. Aloha, boys. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Yeah, I found him in Greece, actually. Did you? Thank you. Appreciate (laughs) it. You're welcome, man. Yeah, so that was a good good call. How you been? I've been well. What are we drinking? (laughs) (laughs) he remembers no no, that's right on time for the doctor in case you're wondering he remembers his lines hey we're friends who love good beer and telling stories so we turned it into a podcast and today we are a podcast that is coming in out of the cold uh after many weeks on the road with field trips at several breweries we are back in the studio nice studio awesome teachers by day beer drinkers by night Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, always find and follow us on social media. We're at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Po One, and I Like Beer the One on Twitter. And we are also on Untapped. Very easy to find. I know Joe doesn't want us to do social media, but we crossed <laughs> the line of 1,800 followers that's on pretty, Instagram. Yeah, that's very good. The, the guy who owns a social media company right. does not want me to spend too much. But 18, that's because you're not taking all the pictures. You're not out there hustling that's true. The, the mean that's streets true. of Instagram to that's get those true. followers. Yes. So thank you, everybody. Oh. Now, Doc, you got a question? Yeah, what the hell are we drinking? <laughs> oh, it's been so long yes. since we heard that. Well, we're in luck. We have a gift beer. Actually, several of them. Nothing but the best for Doc. We have special releases, fresh ones, uh, for Doctor's Return. This is from Jeff at Large, who's made a couple trips over to Alesmith for us. And this is their 26th anniversary release of one of my favorite Alesmith beers that you can't get anymore, X. So this is their anniversary double dry hopped extra pale with Chinook and Amarillo. Uh, X extra pale ale. What do you think? Cheers. I think I'm ready for the next beer. <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan. One of my favorites, but you don't have to like it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You no. don't have to make me feel good about it. It's all right. It. I, I actually I think it's it's a very delicious I you, I like the dry you can taste the, the the bitterness on the back end and the dry hopping part of it, but it's and it's very uh kind of clean and crisp. Um again from up from a it's a it's a you know for a pale ale really good, but it's got a little hoppier hoppier pale ale. So if that's not your your wheelhouse, yeah. which I think is where Doc is, you you may not appreciate it. But for me, you, it's got a little like strong celery taste on the front end or something. I don't know how to describe it. But right. it's cold and it's free, so <laughs> thanks, boys. Counts. <laughs> 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 so Joe, fine. Joe, where are you coming in on this beer? You know, I like it. I like it. Oh, I <laughs> hear some hesitation. I think I'm the only one that's a that's a giant fan of this beer. Yeah. I went 4.0 on it because I actually yeah. think it's well crafted, and I and like I said I, it, it may not be in your wheelhouse, but I always try and look at the beer just as it's as a standalone. And yeah, I think it's a it's a well crafted beer. I, I mean, I prefer the 394 with a little less hops in it, just because that's how I like my pale ale. But mm-hmm. um, this is a, it's a really tasty beer, and, and uh, I think people that that want a little hoppier 
uh, um, pale ale or a little more bitterness in that that you know finish, uh, they're going to really like this beer. Yeah, right. so many good beers at Alesmith. This would not be higher high on my list when so I go there. This one I like better than the 394. It's less of the grapefruity. Yeah, it's, I guess that's, yeah, I yeah, see that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, to each their own. I'm going to finish mine. <laughs> well, I'm finishing it fast, yeah. no problem. And, and fa- yeah, his glass is almost empty for anyone keeping score. Joe, how was Greece? Greece was great. Yeah, I uh, landed at two yesterday, and I'm pretty jet lagged. So. Okay, say yeah. some Greek words for us. Uh, yeah, I have none for you. <laughs> I have none. I think I think Yamas Omega is salute. Okay, Yamas. I think we were saying Yamas a lot. Did you, you know? break some dishes? Broke no dishes, no, but I saw dishes broken. Yeah. I did see dishes get broken. I witnessed broken. it. I witnessed it. Drink some Muzo. Drank some Muzo, for sure. Gotcha. We're glad to have you I'm, back, too. Yeah. But you have we seen this summer. Yeah, that's true. Doc, yeah. give, it, give us the rundown of the places you've been this summer. Uh, you really want to know? <laughs> or how about yeah. that? I, I, might have to, the... I might have to kill you if I tell. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been under, I've been undercover. Well, we saw some pictures. There you go. Yes. I, I definitely saw pictures from the <laughs> islands. Yes, that's right. That's right. He doesn't uh, even remember. I, well, been I've been <laughs> I've been undercover uh, as a as a horse. Horses uh, horses hired me to figure out what the hell's going on with all their their medicine. Their, yeah, <laughs> where it's all gone. <laughs> all, all, yeah. Yes, all their deworming medicine. Yeah. So uh, that's where I've been. I've been yeah. undercover yeah. investigating <laughs> that. <laughs> Undertale. <laughs> Beer in hand. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Quick toast to listeners Jessica and Robert. Uh, they're taking a date night over to Blue Fire Brewing after listening to our I, podcast. It's great. The Blue Fire and the Gordon Brothers. Yeah, say hi to the Gordons for us. So how about that? They're That's listening. Cool. They're following advice. Yeah. I told them to head over to 508 Tavern on their way. That's true. also want to give a quick toast to Beer, Ed, Edu, Beer EDU podcast. Uh, educators that love to learn while they drink beer. Kyle Anderson and Ben Dickinson. I've been listening to their podcast. They do a great job. Where we usually use beer to not talk shop, they use beer to fuel their talk about shop. And uh, let's turn on to that show from friend Marissa, listener Marissa. So uh, thanks for tuning us in to Kyle and Ben. They have a great podcast. Give it a listen. Very cool. So I got a, a quick one as well. Uh, shout out to uh, San Diego Brewers Guild, basically breweries in San Diego. So the, the Great American Beer Festival recently uh, finished. And uh, once again, uh, San Diego Independent Brewers received 19 medals this year. Wow. Uh, so we, I, they said basically since that started 1993 that, that uh, San Diego, capital of craft, has earned uh, almost 300 total medals. So that's pretty impressive. So good, good haul again this year. Great job. Keep up the good work. Awesome. And then uh, a little longer on this one. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, uh, the Ig Nobel Prizes were, were recently awarded for 2021. I think we covered this last year. And uh, so we wanted to, to touch base on this as well. So this is kind of a toast and maybe at some point a roast. It, it all kind of rolled into one. Um, so this was the 31st running of this contest, which is sponsored by the Annals of Improbable Research magazine. <laughs> he said uh, annal. Yeah, yeah. He said annals. And uh, with the double N. And uh, anyways, uh, again, couldn't take place at its usual home of Harvard University because of COVID. But they had it... Um, Again, virtual, uh, and they the winners because uh, when they went the, the winners of their the prizes they actually got a trophy that they had to assemble themselves from a PDF 
printout. And nice. then they also got a cash prize, which they said was in the form of a counterfeit $10 trillion Zimbabwean <laughs> banknote. <laughs> so that kind of gives you that. So uh, Ignoble basically is uh, highlighting maybe those uh, scientific uh, research projects and experiments that kind of maybe aren't at the forefront, but uh, maybe should be. So here, here's a couple of the winners. Uh, so biology prize went to Suzanne Schatz. And she analyzed variations in purring, chirping, chattering, twilling, tweedling, murmuring, meowing, moaning, squeaking, hissing, yelling, howling, growling, and other modes of cat-human communication. Wow. Yes. Uh, the ecology uh, prize, this one actually maybe you spend some time up in slow, but uh, this one, they Leela Satari, uh, they used uh, genetic analysis to identify uh, the different species of bacteria that reside in wads of discarded chewing gum stuck on pavements Ooh. in various countries. The question is why? Oh. Why? It, to win an ignoble and yeah. get that banknote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's just. Let's see here. Uh, oh, this one actually probably for all of us is probably important, but they said that this group, uh, uh, it's I think it's George Wicker. It's the chemistry prize. They chemically analyzed the air inside movie theaters to test whether the odors produced by the audience indicate the levels of violence, <laughs> sex, antisocial behavior, drug use that they see in the movie, if that triggers that. So mm. very interesting there. I bet it did. It probably did. Um, how would the, I'm thinking about that. How would the... How would that change? Like, you're like farting more? <laughs> yeah, you get a little nervous, well, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you're right a biologist. Yeah, you tell yeah. us. I don't I'm know. Not, so I'm, that's what I'm curious. Yeah. I'm just really curious how that would Well, go. again, uh, what was it? Horge, Horge, I think is how you say it. George, I'm going to say Wicker. Uh, you could check out his study. All he right. Did. Uh, next one, Peace Prize. Uh, this guy, Ethan Becerris and his colleagues, uh, they tested the hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect themselves from punches to the face. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, actually. It's a little built-in protection there <laughs> yes uh these ones actually kind of yin and yang opposites so the physics prize went to alessandro corbetta and his colleagues because they conducted an experiment to learn why pedestrians do not constantly collide with other pedestrians sure so that was their study because they have eyes well no no because that yeah. was their study and then on the other side the kinetics prize went to hishashi murakami and they conducted an experiment to learn about why do pedestrians sometimes collide with other pedestrians. <laughs> so they had it fully covered. Because they're looking yeah. at their phones. Yeah. Yes, they had it fully, fully covered. Um, this one, really important entomology mm -hmm. prize. Uh, John Mulrunnen, he did a research study. That's the It's a new method of cockroach control on submarines. Um, so so I think if you're spending time yeah. on submarines, cockroaches probably would be an issue and not yeah. a great one. Um, this one, I think, falls a little bit. Maybe you know you, you trip to Africa several years ago. But the transportation prize... I went to Robin Radcliffe, and they determined by experiment um, whether it is safer to transport an airborne rhinoceros upside down. Right, um, and so they actually they actually safer for the humans the or the rhinoceros. Uh, you know what? I didn't get into that deep into the study, but they did say it was safer. Just, I don't know for who, but it is safer. Upside down. Yes, you got to get to Austin somehow. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly true. And uh, and then the next uh, two, uh, my two favorite ones, I think, the economics prize went to. Pa Pavio Blavatsky, and he discovered that the obesity of a country's politicians may be a good indicator of that country's corruption. Mm. Oh, really? So is there uh, a fat cats. You heard the term fat cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what about New Jersey? Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, there you have oh, it. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh. There you go. And then here, finally, the last one. I think we all can. Just put this in the back and use this whenever it becomes, uh, you know, whenever you, you need to. But the medicine prize went to Olke Kembulat and his colleagues because they demonstrated that sexual orgasms can be as effective as a decongestant medicine at improving nasal breathing. Mm. 
Okay. So, so sound I'll party. believe that. I'll yeah. Believe that. yeah. Yeah. So it's next next time you have it's a really you're really stuffy and you <laughs> yeah. got a real cold. Yeah. So you know what? We yeah. all have to do our part. So yeah. there's a new brand name for Sudafed. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's got yeah, a lot of a lot of use in it now. Yeah. Yes. So there's there's the the ignoble. Stay tuned for 2022. Honey, I threw away the Sudafed. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was deciding which one was my favorite till the end, and then so now I'm saying second place. Second yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, Probably the beard punching. I think the beard punching is a good one. I don't know. I'm still saying pseudofed. Is it time for another beer yet? You figured out the pedestrian thing in two seconds, Doc. You did. Uh, At least we know how to transfer a rhino now. That's too. Upside down. It's always upside down. I don't know what that's going to say for transporting elephants and giraffes and other large animals as well. But um, you're out there, see some helicopter, and they're just upside down, yeah. an elephant, upside down, rhinoceros. Mm, poor chubby unicorn. Yes. Is that what you call it? Yeah, chubby unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm off the Sudafed thing. I'm back to transporting rhinos. Yes. <laughs> We're on to roast. I've got a, one roast here. Uh, I'm going to roast Sioux Falls Police Department. Sioux Falls Police Department. Uh, the story goes, they showed up... Uh, about 6.30 a.m. at a local bar. The alarms had gone off to find a 53-year-old man arrest, um, had spent the night alone in the bar. Hmm. But he wasn't doing anything. He was just sitting at the bar, and he apparently had, since the closing time, sat there and just drank beer till morning. Uh, no forced entry, no theft, no damage, just Drinking. sitting there. But no, arrest, handcuffed him, dragged him out, arrested him. And so I'm going to roast the police department. Yeah. They've got to have better things to do. Come on. Than leave this man alone, yeah. right? Um, he could have damaged something trying to get out or done something. Yeah. He's a 53-year-old man. He got to spend the night in his favorite bar. Dreams do come true. You know, yeah. give, him a, <laughs> give him a talking to. Yeah, you yeah. know, Tell him not to do that. Yeah, but right. he didn't break anything. I, I just think that is... A little aggressive. I don't mm. know, I'm not going to use the term. I'm not going to throw around the word police brutality lightly hmm. but it doesn't make sense leave right. him alone he didn't do anything wrong actually give, give the guy a pat on the back and yeah, drive right. home that's, that's what right. i'm saying yeah. that's right and it, it brought to the question where what brewery would you like to what local brewery would like to spend the night in be left alone we're, we're about that age we're getting close yeah, yeah. yeah. or some of us made it uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking what brewery do i want to what i you know would they close up yeah. yeah, and I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. So, Joe, what, what brewery would you like to be left alone in for, mm. you know? Yeah, you know, it It would be Mother Earth, of course, but there... Uh, Doesn't exist yeah. here. So. I have to travel a long way to get there. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to accept that answer. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Doc, what about you? I think I want to just go wherever Joe goes. Hang out with nah, Joe. I <laughs> I'd hang out with you. It's, a, it's uh, a different story of yeah. two men are found I haven't, I haven't hung out with Joe for a while, so, you know, Joe. There, there are two men, but you know what? Neither was congested. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing easy. Breathing easy. Talent, where are you spending the night? Uh, you, know, you know, the easy answer would be probably Ale Smith, but I'm going to go a little out. Uh, Oceanside Ale Works, because I just dig the uh, their, their their dark vibe, you yeah, know, with all yeah. the, the lighting there and the kind of the Disney vibe with all the 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 glow-in-the-dark stuff. I think that'd just be a fun place to hang out and just see all the stuff that, that Mark has got all over yeah. his walls and that, that brewery. That's a great... That was my answer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I love, uh, no, wait, sorry, yeah. no, I guess there'll be two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Wait, is there a brewery in Tahiti? Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's our roast. So we're heading over to 
pours? I'll keep it pretty simple. I'm pouring one out for recalls. Um, I think it's pretty amazing that the uh, state of California spent $300 million oh. to uh, oh. come up with a, a bigger decision than that one was made two years ago. Uh, you know, that's kind of, uh, kind of sad. I would say this. I think that what we should do, I, there's a lot of things that need to be changed in California as far as that recall process. But uh, added to it should be is that an invoice should be sent to everyone who signed that petition uh, to help cover that $300 million, uh, you know, bill. Because what a waste of time since uh, I think he's up for re-election in like less than like about a year and a half. Yep. So it's like we yeah. could have waited a year and a half, and yeah. and, and now he's instead he, of taxpayer money, instead of three spending three hundred. I'm pretty sure there's some other things we could have Dang, spent. We could have built some good breweries. For we could have. Well, yes. Yeah. So we help some small businesses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe a podcast. Yeah. Or so this yeah. and this is mostly led by the people that say tax money gets wasted. Right. Is that irony? That is okay. Oh, okay. there you or, go. It's hip, it's hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Yeah. 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 You know, if there's one silver lining, if I can go back to having no idea who Larry Elder is for the rest of my That's life, good, that'd be yes. fine. I agree. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I actually, I, I would say that you might want to thank him because he made this easy for a lot of people to decide what side to vote on. So there was that as well. There you are. Yeah. Uh, I like that idea. Send them a bill. Yeah, send them a bill. You want to you want to invoke change? That's great. But when it doesn't happen, you know why should we have to cover it? Because you know most of us are pretty content to wait those four years and vote again if we don't like the job. We vote the you know you you vote that that's part of the process. That's what democracy looks like. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, a a poor one out for Norm McDonald. Oh, comic genius. Yeah. I saw Norm uh, early days at up at in Irvine at some Irvine Improv. He was funny then. Yeah, yeah it was good. That's someone we're gonna miss. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been toast, roast, and pour one out. And we're back. And Doc, I got another beer for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I hope I hope this one scratches you more when oh, you itch. It looks good. <laughs> I, I, itch, I, itch I keep going over. back to how congested are you, <laughs> yeah, Todd? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I open tell it? Me, you want to tell yeah. us a little bit about this uh, beer? Yeah, so this comes from Carl Strauss, and it's a, a, a new beer that they've come out with, a brand new West Coast IPA. Um, it's called Tangible Fruited IPA. Um, and uh, here's the here's the quote from Paul Segura, who's the brewmaster there. He said, nice. after nearly six months of R&D, we're stoked to be bringing tangible to our fans full time. Uh, we've landed on what we think is a perfectly balanced West Coast IPA brewed with oh. real tangerine fruit and peels, along with a bouquet of Pacific Northwest sea hops that add a refreshing pine bitterness to balance the sweet, ripe citrus. That's good stuff, baby. That scratches all my itches. I, I love the color of it because it honestly, when you pour it, it looks like a just a like a citrus bomb almost in terms of the coloring. Mm. Almost looks like juicy. That's a good West Coast. I oh. like that. Thank you, Brian Scar and Carl Strauss yeah. for yeah. sending this along. Yeah. yeah. And cheers. 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 Oh yeah, I'm enjoying this. There's all those fruity, mm-hmm. citrusy yeah. flavors you like. That the extra pale ale did not have, but this one has plenty of them. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I also, like it. also a delicious beer. Where are we landing this thing? Because th- this is yeah, really good. A, yeah, this is this to me is I, I'd go even higher than the other one just because I, I do enjoy the that that kind of that citrusy mouthfeel that 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 you know, and it's 
you know, but it's got enough. You still got the bitterness, but I, I think it's got great balance in terms of, you know, balancing out the sweetness with the bitterness. Mm. It says it's got lightly kilned caramel malts in there. So I'm wondering if that's part of the balancing act in there. It's good. Nice and crisp. Enjoying it. Lightly kilned. I'm a 425. Yep. Yeah, I'm right there. Right there. All right. Yeah, you know, we've been in, back in school for a month now, and we knew it was going to be a different kind of year. Uh, we're in mass. Kids are in mass. Windows are open. AC's on. Filters running. It's a noisy place to be. It's noisy, yet you can't hear. Yeah, <laughs> or be heard. So we're going to talk shop here for a minute. How's a uh, how's the school year? I got my teachers here. I got Doc oh, here. Yeah, uh, talents here. I'm here. Uh, how's the year going? Is it uh, sunshine and rainbows, or is it a shit show? We're we're between sunshine and shit show. Where are we at? So if sunshine is like a zero, uh, I guess I'll make sunshine the five, and shit show is the zero. I'm gonna go. It's 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 in the middle somewhere. I, I think it's I think it's great to have kids back on campus. I'm enjoying that part of it. I think the kids are enthusiastic. We've had some fun events already with some of our stuff, uh, but the thing that has made it very difficult, I think, is you know a couple of things that you would think it would be is just you know the the. the the managing of the mask, like it used to be cell phones, right? You know, put, put your phone away, put your phone away. Now it's, you know, put your phone away, uh, pull up your mask. That gets old, but whatever, that's fine. Um, but it, it just seems to me that the kids have lost uh, their ability to function in society uh, over the course of the last year and a half. I feel like they've been home with no parental guidance um, and they've been able to do whatever they want to do and haven't been held accountable for it because the stuff that's going on at school in terms of just the kids acting like complete lunatics, uh, <laughs> like at breaks and at lunch and, and just that kind of stuff is just, that's, that's crazy to me. Cause it's almost like, you know, they've just, they lost, they forgot how to function. <laughs> so that part, that's, what's really bringing it down for me is that part of it. But they do seem at least the kids I'm seeing, uh, I have upperclassmen mostly Delighted to be back oh, at yeah. school no, and, yeah, and enthusiastic. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Doc Howard, yeah, they're, they're happy to be back. So it's it's good to be back. It's good to be back to some sort of normalcy. Yeah. So I'll take it. Uh, you know, I thought not having kids in class really took some of the joy out of teaching. Having sure. kids in class brought some of the joy back. 100%. Are they a little harder to manage than I'm used to? Yes, but but oh, yeah. there's joy and there's joy in teaching again. And and I will say that to you to go back to your point because again the ones I actually teach in class are mostly upperclassmen. The ones I deal with out, outside of class a lot of times are the underclassmen. But the upperclassmen, I think they've gained a pretty good perspective on things because so many of them are are appreciative just to be back or they understand that a little more. Mm -hmm. Where I, I don't think kids in the past maybe uh, appreciated some of their experiences because they figured it's always going to be here. And now they understand it's like a lot of times when you talk about something, they go, yeah, because this could be the last one. We don't know. Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's, that's kind of an interesting, you know, that's something that, um, usually you don't figure it out to your many years beyond high school, uh, you know, you know, not to take certain things for granted because they're, you know, their, their timeline is somewhat limited, but I, so I think that's interesting. And so I do think that's why you see that those kids are, are, um, you, you are really happy and appreciative of being back. Yeah. I, I, lots of, I assume smiles. Yes. yes. Under the mask. Yes. <laughs> Crinkly eyes. Smiling eyes. Yeah. Smiling I looked eyes. up leading parent concerns, uh, <laughs> US News and parents.com, and I thought I'd, I'd run these by both of you to see uh, um, what your experience has been in the classroom this last month. So, um, kind of in descending order, uh, here was a top four concern. My student will suffocate or have an asthmatic attack <laughs> if they wear a mask in class. Uh, Doc, have you witnessed a suffocation? Uh, you know, no, only when I'm choking them. 
But I, but I pretty yeah. much I stop. Mask right? on when, or mask when, off? When I see their face turning bluish purple, that's, that's the time I, I let I let off. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have not. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> so the, that's uh, that's uh, I don't think it's going to happen at we all. We did have a walkout, I think. No, we didn't. <laughs> Actually, it was really funny because there was there was a national uh, walkout last week where at ten o'clock on a certain day there was supposed to be a walkout, and uh, I after that event I, I saw the principal later today and i asked him how to go and he goes a uh, grand total of students walking out zero he goes in nice. fact he was out on campus and some kid some kid was coming out of the classroom and he asked the kid hey are you going to the walkout and he goes no i'm going to the bathroom <laughs> so yeah we had no no kids participate in the walkout uh so unfortunately the parent planned uh student right. rebellion right. and actually the parents didn't even show up at our school either so we had no one out in front of our school you know the kids seem to be willing to do what it takes yeah. to be back at school. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not they're not the ones uh, the jackassery. Yeah, I, I think they understand their role. We, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't think they, it's a big deal to wear a mask not anymore. A I don't no. know who still thinks it's a big deal yeah. to wear a mask. Right. Um, all right, other side of the coin, uh, a major parent concern. I'm worried that students won't adhere to social distance guidelines. This is a parent concern that their students on the other side, right? What if we don't follow? So, what if kids won't give each other six feet? So, how's social distancing going, Doc? Uh, what's that? Right. <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say that basically they've told us that there are no social distancing guidelines on campus because we're in masks and they're just not. You don't. You know. You don't follow it. So at that point, you don't have to worry about it because there aren't any. If you put forty kids in a class, you've given up on social yeah, distancing yeah, no social anyway, right? Sure. So. And I walked behind the stands uh, at the football game when I left the press box and. I don't, there was no social, there might have been procreation happening, yes. but there was not social distancing. Social distancing is a thing of the past. I think I heard someone uh, losing their decongestion. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, it was, whoa. It was some close whoa. contact. Yes. Whoa. Contract tracing. Uh, I'm not security. I just kept walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eyes up here and nothing to see yeah, here. Yes. Nothing to see here. Yes. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Technically, it's losing their congestion, not their yes. decongestion. Yeah, that's oh, a good point. Yes. yes, thank you so much. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a song by R.E.M.? No, that was Losing My Religion. Sorry. <laughs> losing my congestion. No, okay. I'll have to look for that one. Uh, this one I think is real. This is a real parent concern. Emotional toll of living in a pandemic. Oh, there's no doubt. No, no, yeah. no doubt. I think it's all of us. Right. Not just students. Everyone. Sure. That's why we're enjoying our beers more. And yes. More. yes. <laughs> Every yes. beer tastes better, including the axe that Doc did finish. Oh, you left me alone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's delightful. I'm going to finish this West Coast from Alesmith, though. Or Carl Strauss. Sorry. That's good. Yeah. I think that's real. I have kids that, that yeah, have, been, have been very honest that they're uncomfortable, but they're doing the best they can. Yeah. And, and uh, it's rough. Yeah. People are having a hard time. Yeah. And I did tease the class. I said, you know, we've been told that if we give you any hard work, you'll curl up in a ball and not come back to school for a week. And they looked at me and go, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to play that's the game. The yeah. Truth yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. I said, okay. Uh, learning gap. Uh, parent concern. My students behind. Not sure if teacher school will recognize where students are coming in. That's that's also real. I think that's realistic. Yeah. And I think it is real. There's no doubt. These kids have been online uh, and stuff for a year and a half. Um, they're not at the same spot that kids normally are at this point. Sure. So, but I think most of the teachers we knew this coming in. Yes, we and were we've aware. we've we've made accommodations, and you know we're going to spend the time on getting them caught up. I, I I I I like I said, I think it it's that's definitely something that's going on. But and I don't, you have a class that's a progressive skill. Exactly. You've got them at the end of the line, right? Where doc yours is more standalone, mm. isn't it? So, are you seeing a, a 
gap in their skill set? Nah, they're, they're you know just kind of getting them to work hard again. That's yeah. the there's a gap thing. in work yeah. ethic, for right, sure. right, right, right. But I have that too. Right. Yeah, we all have that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's like, do I that's give called, a shit? <laughs> yeah. That's called Thursday and Friday in my class. <laughs> I'm going to quote a school leader. Good enough is good enough. Good enough is good enough. There you have it. Yeah. Mr. Number- Myler, Mr. Myler, uh, you know, uh, they're going, do I need to give an excuse? That's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> you don't even need to come up with excuses. Uh, that's fine. Actually, I had a, it was really funny because I had a kid yesterday who did come up to me and he goes, he's like, Mr. Rickatelli, he goes, I've got really bad news. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? He goes, I forgot my homework. I'm like, that's not really bad news. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's be honest. That, that isn't even news. Imagine just, the world we yeah, live in. I said, if, if that's your really bad news, you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I said... <laughs> 9-11's a quaint memory from 20 years ago. Yeah. That, you know, that's yeah. where we are yeah, on news. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you forgot your homework. Can you bring it tomorrow morning? That's exactly what I said. I said, hey, can you bring it tomorrow? He goes, is that okay? I said, yeah, it's going to be fine. This is not bad news. We're good. Yeah. Especially because the class before he came in, he's like, I don't feel well. I think I might have COVID. And I said, I remind him of that. He didn't. And I remind him of that. I said, remember last class when you thought you had COVID? He goes, yeah. I go, that was bad news. <laughs> hey, you know, you know if, if, if nothing else, this pandemic's taught us to... Not sweat the small stuff. Yeah, oh, totally. Hundred percent. Let it roll. Right. Like a little congestion. I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. actually excited about my yeah. next time I'm congested. No, yeah. Thinking I don't look. I'm really excited. I need some decongestion soon. <laughs> Boys, as Craig would say, I'm out. <laughs> oh, it's good to have the doctor <laughs> back. Cheers. 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 Good to be back. Good to be seen. Mm. Being undercover as a horse is a it's lot of work. It's true. Yeah. It's tough work. Yeah. Did you get to wear the horse costume, and were you the front or the back? Yeah, I was. I was pretty much the back. Yeah, yeah. I was I, that's what ass. I was guessing. <laughs> that's why he's not congested <laughs> at all. <laughs> Number one parent concern, and sorry to be talking shop so much, Joe, but uh, it's good. led to some good material. It You're is. not cutting it's all excellent. this. No, no. <laughs> Number one parent concern that kids will return to at home schooling. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing any parent yeah, wants. Yeah. It doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Whatever they do not want to be in charge of their children yeah. again. Right. The, to manage their kids' behavior, manage their work, be in charge of their learning. The last thing they want to see is more of their kids. That's right. what they learned. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Have you found that to be true? Uh, yes, I 100%. I found out in the last year and a half that my number one rule as a high school teacher is babysitter. 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 Because you do it better than I can. Exactly. So yeah. there we I have. can't. I can't manage one teenager. You've got 207, yeah. and you seem to do a pretty good right. job. Can so. you just please take care of them <laughs> until 3.30? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I think if parents are honest, they would say 100%. Oh, I was going to open another beer, but Doc's only yeah. halfway through his. Hey, Come hey. On, Doc. Nope, I can finish it. It's gone. I can help. If necessary. <laughs> it's gone. Clean. It's good. Okay. So we have one final beer? I do have another beer. Super also excited. from Jeff at Large, who's, oh. who's been very generous. Yes, yeah. he has. Thanks, Jeff at Large. He's a generous This Jeff. is Ale Smith, their small batch. I love what they're doing with their small batch stuff. Uh, this is their Pop Drop, a hazy... Oh, I, yeah. I knew he was coming oh, back. There you go. Hazy IPA. Cryo Pops. Um, I'm excited for you to try this. I have not had this one. I actually had my first Hazy that I actually did not like yesterday. Wow. Oh, I don't no. remember where it was from, but I'm not going to say it. But, you know, I always said I had, you know, haven't met a Hazy I didn't like. But. Right. 
You're not going to say where it's from. Look at you grow. You say, look at me, girl? Yeah, he was looking at you. (laughs) Usually like ass beer. Worst beer I've ever had. How embarrassing for this brewery. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Oh. Whoa. Cheers Cheers in the mic. Someone going to get me an Uber? (laughs) Uber? A driver named Uber? That's a hazy, all right. Oh, yeah. That's good. Good stuff. Did Alesmith redeem themselves in they your eyes? They did. They did. All right. I also like this. I liked, I liked all three beers. They were all all fantastic to me. This is a 6.8%. How about that? 6.8? Yeah. Not messing around now. No. We need to take another trip to Alesmith. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, that, look at that. We went right in order. Once, once, uh, once I get done with my weekend travels... Holy crap. Did you guys look at the uh, tangible IPA? 7%. Yeah, no, it's a I heavy, say, heavy hitter. Kinda, I drank most of that. Did you say that while <laughs> yeah. I was drinking it? I didn't say that, but it was. It is a heavy hitter. I would never hitter. have guessed that uh, Delicious. All. Delicious beer. That's, a, that's one of those ones where yeah, you sneak can, up on you. You can sneak up on you. Yeah. Now, Tyler, listening in Wisconsin, not yeah. that I think 7% is big. I'm just surprised <laughs> that was a 7% beer because right, right, it was... Right. It was no, it didn't it, taste... It was not boozy no. at all, so... This is another winner for me. I, I got another four two five. Yeah, I'm right there. Same. I would, I would agree. Very tasty. Thank you, Jeff at large. Thank you, Alesmith. Yes. All right. Can we name drop? Ryan Crisp, head brewer at Alesmith, yeah. did say we could come back whenever we want in the next week. Let's go. COVID hit. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> My notes tell me to tease Shark Beer Week. We have yes. been doing this for oh, you for two yeah. months. Yeah, we've Every been, episode. We've been doing next it episode, along. Shark yeah. Beer Week, yeah. and then you were gone. Dun, 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 dun. Just, dun, dun. just when you thought it was safe. Um, what were our top two? We had the Goblin Shark. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. And was it the Megalodon? Ooh. Megalodon was, was that pretty. it? Dun, 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 dun. I think those were the top two sharks from, from yeah. years past. That's right. Yeah, yeah, shark weeks just get bigger and bigger. It's like Shark Month now. Yeah, it is. yeah. The no, because you're not here. No, no, but like in general, like in the world, it? Shark oh, Week. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it started in April. It's blowing up. Yeah. National April. Geographic's thing over. They just do Shark Year. Yeah. Because who yeah. doesn't love sharks? They're That's fascinating. True. Yeah. They I like to watch them on you. the TV. Yeah. Two favorite things about sharks. What are they? Claspers. Clavicles. They can have as many teeth as they want throughout their lifetime. Unlimited mm. teeth. That's pretty cool, actually. After two and a half hours in the dentist yeah. chair yesterday, yeah, sounds that pretty sounds good. pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited teeth. And, and they're like unchanged for hundreds of millions right, of years. Yeah. Yeah. Or 6,000 years. Yeah. And don't go changing. <laughs> Try so, please, please me. Yeah. You, <laughs> You've swam with sharks? Many of sharks. Who have, what have you swam with? Tigers. No, bulls. No, you're not supposed to swim with bulls? tigers. Bulls. Hammerheads. Oh, bull shark was the number one shark. They're yeah, always bull number shark. one. They, they, those are badasses. They sharks. are the always no, I don't one. like bulls. Yeah, yeah, I don't so if you live down in Florida or anywhere in the Gulf, like you don't Brazil, like bull sharks. Or, or up a river, remember? They yeah. go up a river. So yeah. those damn bull sharks. Yeah. There was just a story about one up in a, in a way up high in a there river. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I should put that in roast. Bull sharks. Yeah. Stay in your so lane, bulls. Tigers Stay and bulls. Those are t- I, what I know about sharks is, is this bulls. much. I'm holding my fingers bulls. very close. Bulls are nasty-ass ones. Not nasty supposed ass. to be with bulls and tigers. No. no. And whale shark. 
No, no well, sorry, those sorry, are yeah. gentle. No, no, you've uh, swam with. You oh, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have swam if, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only seen a shark that was about three feet long when I was snorkeling, and still my heart did the... Scared the heck out of him. I was looking at it, that can't hurt me, Yeah. but, but my primal instinct was... Yeah. And if, you want, if you want a good laugh, you watch uh, Jackass. The guy swam with whale sharks in it, like, like in Thailand or something, and they, in a net pen. He put a bunch of shrimp in his, like, Speedos, <laughs> and the whale shark came and was, like, sucking the shrimp out of his Speedos. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. His sinuses had never his been so clear. Yeah. That's right. And the whale shark just came and was just sucking the shrimp that right out hilarious. of his Speedos. Oh, God, it was funny. Nope, not going to look that up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have to see that. Listeners, you're Running. welcome to do as you Whale please. Porn. I'm not here to judge, but I'm not looking that up. <laughs> Doc's trying to show me on his phone right now. I I'm do not sure, want to see I'm it. I'm sure there's someone out there besides Doc that's huge Those into Those are shrimp? Huge into whale porn. <laughs> Doc, we have waited so long for this. Welcome to Beer or Not a Beer. I know it's been a long time. I know all of you are excited to try to test your wits. Can you get inside the doc's mind? Hmm. <laughs> I, I hope you cannot, because it's kind of crowded inside here. I don't have room for any more of you There's inside not... my mind. Get out of my mind, you people! <laughs> get out! It's too crowded in here. There's only so much room in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that was fun. We're talking beer, not a beer, people. I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One is not a real beer. I pulled out of the recesses of my mind. <laughs> or the backside of a horse. Yeah. <laughs> so I told you I went undercover this summer. So all these beers have to do with going undercover. Are you ready? Choose, find the beer that's not a beer. Beer number one is Undercover Hopperative, an IPA. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Beer number two is Undercover Lover. <laughs> that's a stout, of course. <laughs> beer number three is, well, you know, if it's not stout, you might need an Undercover Cucumber. Beer number Jesus. three is undercover cucumber. That's a blonde ale. And beer number four, a lot of UFOs in the news lately, is undercover Martian, a sour. That's beer number four. Once again, if you're trying to get inside the doc's mind, which is not a beer, undercover, blah, blah, undercover operative. Beer number one. Beer number two, undercover lover. Beer number three, undercover cucumber. And beer number four, undercover Martian, a sour. A Producer sour. Joe, which beer is not a beer? Cucumber. Cucumber. All right. Influencer Jeff. I'm going to go the only one that sounds like a beer. Hopperative. I'm, nice. just, I'm just trying to yeah. spread, spread it out here. Yeah. That's a great Cucumber name, and hopperative. And talent. I'm going to go Undercover Cucumber as well. Undercover Cucumber. So, a beer nobody chose was Undercover Martian, a sour. It is from Platform Beer Company in Cleveland, Ohio. The next beer, Undercover, <laughs> I can't say it, 
undercover operative actually is an IPA from right here, close by in San Marcos, California, from Mason Aleworks. There you go. So we're down to beer number two, undercover lover, or beer number three, undercover cucumber. Beer number three, undercover cucumber, is a beer. Oh! oh. Blondell from Historic Brewing Company in Flagstaff, Arizona. The beer I made up. Did Ladies and gentlemen, did you choose beer number two? Undercover, undercover lover. lover. I was going to pick that one, but then when you said it's a stout, I'm like, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so are you in my mind, ladies and gentlemen? If so, I'm sorry for you. Join us next week. It's been fun. For some more fun, if I'm here, or if I've gone undercover somewhere else <laughs> for beer or not a beer. Doc, we couldn't be happier to have our resident marine biologist I will back say this, in it's, residence. It's, it's been a while since I've cried during the podcast, <laughs> yeah, and true. I've been crying tonight from laughing so hard. So, Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And we'd love to keep drinking, and we might just keep doing that. But right now, <laughs> we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U M beer run.